This is Exodus 3. We're going to start at verse 13, go to 20. Moses and the burning bush. Verse 14, one of the most important verses in the Bible. And you've heard it here first. Think of it as Exodus Pi. 3.14, chapter 3, verse 14. I begin my public campaign for that today here. Exodus Pi, God reveals his holy name. We're going to reflect on that. Do notice that God reveals his name because Moses is complaining that he can't be a prophet for God. This is, uh, Moses gives about five excuses for why he can't be the prophet. And this is God's response to the second complaint. We have this 10-week stretch where we're working our way through the first eight books of the Bible. This is a great time if you've ever wanted to read through the Bible to just sort of follow along. We are going to jump nine chapters tomorrow. So you don't get to hear Moses' three other complaints about why God has the wrong man. You don't get to hear about the first nine plagues. We're going to take it up tomorrow with the Passover. So that's, if you want, that's the homework. But today's reading. What a profound statement. I am who am. What does it mean? I don't think we'll probably know completely until we get to heaven. But here's a first thought. God is creator of everything. But he didn't just start things and sit back. You know, Some people talk about the divine watchmaker. He put everything in motion and then doesn't. We don't believe that. We believe that God is intimately connected, sustaining us at every moment of our lives. Psalm 104 talks about when you take your breath away, God, we perish. God is present and active in every cell, in every human being, at every moment. God is in every animal, beast, or bug, every plant, every microorganism, in the dirt and the rocks, the sun and the rain and the wind. And if you think about it and pray about it too hard, it can be kind of overwhelming. The good news is God is always present. We just have to take things moment by moment. I have spent so much of the last decade praying to God, help me to understand you love me for who I am rather than for what I do. And I've gotten better. But my last day on retreat, basically I was given a day to sit with this idea of God being, sustaining everything at every moment. And uh, this is St. Ignatius's famous 30th day of the spiritual exercises, and it was pretty overwhelming. But God gives us everything we have, and I finally realized. He says, I am who am. Well, of course God loves me for who I am, because he is just lending me part of his I am. And he's obviously going to love that. God loves you for who you are, not for what you do. God doesn't love you for what you should be. God doesn't love you for more if you do more. You have intrinsic worth as a created being 
as being part of I am who am. 